Ladies and gentlemen, back once again. Another segment of the Chief and Bosco podcast. I'm your host, Chief. Followed along by my partner in crime, Bosco. Say what's up to the people. What's good, y'all? Back once again. This time, we're here for a music review. And with this one, we're going to get into um newly released album by J. Cole. Jermaine Cole, the off season. The real is back, the vill is back. Alright, 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 alright. <laughs> man, let's get Starting into Starting off man. with that bullshit, alright. <laughs> you know, a highly anticipated album, you know, following his uh, you know, upcoming was now his uh debut into the African basketball league for the Rwanda Patriots. Jermaine Cole. That sound like one of them made up teams in the fucking movie that they wasn't allowed to get the rights to a real team for. <laughs> <laughs> that man, Jermaine Cole. But, nevertheless, let's get into it. We want to go down the line? Go uh, down track by track? Oh, uh, yeah, we can. Alright. Alright, so, starting off with this one, we start off in 95 South, um, produced by Boy Wonder. We see this one starting off with the intro by Cam. Uh, first, Im- first idea, first impressions on this one. Uh, it was cool to hear Cam and Lil John up there. I think it's a good way to start the album. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I thought that was a pretty solid, solid intro. Um, he came into there spitting. Um, I, I dig the intro. I like that one. Um, going down the line, we move to Amari. Uh, this one produced by Timberland, uh, along with T minus. Um, kind of changed up the tone a little bit on this one. Uh, going into it, uh, pretty decent song. Um, it's kind of mid for me. What was you thinking? Uh, it's it's one of my least favorite on the album. Mm-hmm. Um, probably like bottom three for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm good on it. Okay. Um. Good on that one. Um, moving to number three, My Life. Now, this one's featuring 21 Savage and Moray. Um, I like this song. Uh, I guess one of the better ones on there. Um, I like the, the hook by Moray. Uh, good up-and-coming artist. Uh, followed by uh, 21 Savage. It seems like, I guess for now, you know, when him and uh, Cole get together, they do yeah. some... Some Them niggas work. don't miss. Yeah, they do some good work. And I was listening to this. Isn't this like the same? Doesn't it follow for? I guess maybe from the same sample as the um, one that they did before on Twenty One Savages album. Oh, that I don't know, but I know them niggas. Uh, I'm only aware with the these two songs that they got mm-hmm. together. This and um, a lot, but them niggas don't miss so far. So yeah. it seems like they got a pretty good chemistry. Yeah, I thought that was pretty solid. And it's it's kind of crazy. Like I feel like he he kind of brings the best out in Twenty One as far as rapping. And getting him on the songs. Um, going on to the next one, we got Apply Pressure. Um, oh, that's my shit. Yeah, I like that. The production that's on that one shit. was crazy. I did like that one. Um, Apply Pressure, that was a solid one. Um, what'd you think about uh, Punching a Clock? Mm, it's yeah. cool. I mean, mid, on, mid on that one. I didn't have too much. I, I kind of went through that. Um... It's weird, yo, because, I mean, now we're going into the 100 mil featuring Boss. It was weird. I, I didn't think, for whatever reason, like, the, because I'm a big fan of, of Boss, but I just didn't think, like, the features on there really caught my, like, attention like I thought it would. 
I mean, I've listened to this album a few times, and I keep forgetting he's up there. So. Yeah. Like, I, I thought it would catch my attention more, but not not really. Um, Moving on, uh, Pride is the Devil, uh, probably one of my more favorite songs on this one. Uh, Catch a Hook, and then we get that feature in by a Lil Baby mid, um, towards the, the latter part of the song. I'm not really a Lil Baby fan, so it doesn't do anything for me. Also... I listen to the song. I can't not think about um, uh. old boy's song. Can't decide. Um, Amine and oh, I like yeah. that song more than I like this one. So okay. this one's kind of whatever for me. Oh, cause okay, so this is the Amine uh, sample. It's weird. He didn't sample Amine. They both just used the, use same, the same sample from whatever song that is, which mm. is funny because they got the exact same producer, which I don't. J. Cole has done this a couple times now because he did that shit for For Your Eyes Only. He had that song with that sample that Bryson Tiller had just used the year before. And it was kind of weird. I'm like, you're not you're not even flipping these shits differently. They're like they're literally being cut up the exact same way. I don't know why you would do that. Like people shouldn't listen to your shit and immediately go, yo, didn't such and such just use that last year? Like, it sounds the exact same. I, I thought that was a very odd choice. It's actually one of my least favorite songs up here. <laughs> yeah, I see here, um, I guess T-Minus has the uh, producer credits for that one. Um, looking at that one. Uh, moving down the line, we get another feature by Boss in Black. Uh, Let Go My Hand. Um. Yeah, what what do you think about this one? It's cool. I mean, I don't know. This album has like a whole like a good amount of standouts, and then other times it's like just getting. It's just it. in the background. I'm doing other stuff while I'm listening to it. So yeah. Um, I kind of got that one from that and the interlude. Um, I like the interlude a lot. The interlude. Um, then we go into the climb back. I like to climb back now and listening to the project. I mean, when it came out last year, it was cool, but I didn't listen to it a whole lot. I listened to it maybe like two or three times, uh-huh. and then I didn't go back to it until the album came out. Okay. Um, Moving on from this one, uh, two more songs left. We're going to close. I didn't I like that close. a lot. Yeah. It, the, the ending of that, of that shit is weird, though. It's like maybe a 10-second where nothing is playing, playing yeah <laughs> like every time that shit happens i'm like yo is my phone fucking up <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was a that was an interesting one um going into the last song hunger on the hillside that's my favorite song on album yeah this one surprisingly like i guess like in the reference to the other boss features i, I did like this one um a solid way to uh pretty much end out the project um, like I said, like, you know, if you had to pick up, like, your three standouts, what would you say for this one? Applying Pressure, The Climb Back, and then Hunger Over the Hills. Hunger, Hunger Hillside, okay. Yeah, yeah, Hungry Hillside. I don't know the fuck I just said. Yeah, Hungry Hillside. Yeah, I'd probably say, uh, for me, I'd probably go, uh, I guess 95 South, uh, Apply Pressure, and, um, uh, I like, I- I'll go My Life. Um, like I said, overall, uh, it's a solid body of work. Not nothing, nothing subpar, but nothing super amazing either. Um, good midway, like midpoint album, I guess. Um, overall, what was your thoughts? I think this is his second best album, mm-hmm. but um, 
Cole Cole is funny because the best project he's ever had is Friday Night Lights. Mm-hmm. But I'm tired of people saying, well, you know, that should have been his debut. Okay, but it wasn't. And it kind of is what it is. And his career is weird because Sideline Story is cool. Born mm-hmm. Center, I liked a lot. It's funny, when Born Center first came out, I didn't like it. Then a few years later, I liked it. I listened to album like three or four months ago, and I didn't like it as much as I did a few years ago. Mm-hmm. I think 2014 Forest Hills Drive is like his apex. I think that's the best version of J. Cole. But even that, he's revisiting a lot of stuff that he's talking about on Friday Night Lights in just a different way. So it's kind of like, hmm. But... I still think that's his best album. Plus, he benefited because in 2014, that's probably one of the worst years in rap. It wasn't a whole bunch of shit that came out that year. So, he benefited from nobody else really being out. Mm-hmm. Um, Fear Your Eyes Only, I thought was a bad album. People can make whatever excuses they yeah. want. I just don't think it's good. K.O.D. is cool. Yeah. But, but it's kind of forgettable. K.O.D. is cool. Got a couple songs up there I really like, but the majority of the project is forgettable. So, this is my second favorite album of his. And... I think the problem with, not with J. Cole, but his fans is they try to put him in this, in this class. I just don't really think he belongs in because people keep trying to compare him to Kendrick, which I don't get because Kendrick does literally everything better than him. Like when J. Cole wants to be a punchline rapper, either he has, either, either he says shit that you have to go back and replay or you, or he says shit that you're like, yo, that's really corny. And I feel like if they want to go punchline for punchline, Kendrick does that better. When it comes to just painting an overall story, Kendrick does that better. I think he makes, Kendrick definitely makes better albums. That's not even close to debatable. (laughs) And so I don't really understand why people keep trying to put Cole there. To me, that's almost like, that's almost like if we were talking basketball and people trying to put Tracy McGrady in the same class as Kobe. It's like, it's no disrespect, but there's there's levels to this and you just aren't on this one. And that's okay. Because mm-hmm. I don't think J. Cole is that much of a better rapper than Wale or Big Sean. Actually, yeah. I don't think he is a better rapper. I think he is more popular and I think he has more fans. But I can't sit here and say he's a better rapper mm-hmm. than those two. And I don't think neither one of those rappers are better than Kendrick or belong in the same class as him. Yeah. And then and then Drake is kind of weird cuz Drake is kind of like a pop star, but when Drake mm. really just wants Gets to rap, rap bag, it's when he different. just wants to rap, he's better than those niggas at that too. So it's kind of like Yeah. People try to say there's this three-headed monster with Kendrick, Cole and Drake, and I'm like, I I don't see it like that, but everybody's entitled to their opinion. I think Cole is cool. Um to me he has one classic album for um 2014 Forest Hills Drive and I think he has some good albums but I don't know I I'm a fan of his I, I've seen him live in concert he puts on a good show mm-hmm. and everything but I think I think it's a discredit when people try to put him in a class that I don't think he belongs in it's almost like I don't it's almost like if you tried to compare mm-hmm. some a running back today to like um Jim Brown, and it's like by comparison, you're you think you're bigging this person up, but you're actually not. It's almost you're almost making him look dumb. It's the same thing in the NFL draft when they say such and such is the next Joe Montana, and I'm like, you think you're bigging this nigga up, but you're not because then when yeah. he doesn't meet these expectations, you're gonna say yeah. he's a bust or he failed. But it's like no, he never garnered that in the first place. So I think that's the problem with Cole because he's not Nas. 
he actually has more Jay-Z in him than he has Nas, and he's not even close to Jay-Z, so it's kind of like, because you don't have the lyricism of Nas, you don't really make big-ass hits like Jay do, and even when Jay really wants to rap, yeah. you don't belong in that class with him. So it's like he's in this weird space, and I think he's almost like, if you rank him properly and put him in a proper light, it's like, okay, he's dope at that. Because yeah. I would say J. Cole's best verses are on songs that aren't his. Like, his best verses come on features. And I seen an article with him where he was talking about why he hasn't made songs with Kendrick and uh, Drake. And he was like, well, you know, it's just like my competitive spirit. But I'm like, yeah, that would be the time to show people that you're better than them yeah, if you believe the same, that because yeah, the songs. this idea, well, we just won't be on the same song is kind of stupid. That would be like, well, I'm Kevin Durant. I think I'm better than LeBron, but I don't want to play against him. It's like, but I think you, I think I honestly, just don't get it. I think you might see a change because I, I saw like a thing where like uh, I guess in the same uh, sentiment, people are asking about of that, and he was talking about yeah, at first like it was competition, but like now he just kind of looks at it different, like. You know, not speaking to those guys at first, but now he kind of like talks to them a lot more because there are certain things that they're relating to as such. So I don't know. Maybe you might see that in the near future. Maybe you might some collaborations or something at some some crossroads, possibly. Um, I could see that happening. But yeah, man, like you said, man, it really kind of boils down sometimes with his fans and whatnot. I feel like that's where we kind of get it from. And I mean, for the most part, I mean, J. Cole at this point, I mean, it's a solid rapper. I mean, I think he's capable of just giving us solid bodies of work, and there's nothing wrong with that at this point. Um, and just I think this album proves, too, he he should never fully produce his own music again because mm-hmm. J. Cole is a okay producer, but he's not great, and I can't even really say he's good because For Your Eyes Only and K.O.D. suffer the most from him doing the majority of the production, and it's like, mm-hmm. you're, you're not there with it. Like, you're not kind of... Like, Kanye is probably the best rapper-producer combination maybe ever. Like, he made beats that fit perfectly for him, mm-hmm. and he could produce shit perfectly for other people. Mm-hmm. Cole's best shit, like, his best songs, he's not the producer, and yeah. I think that speaks volumes. It's like, he should go with this formula, having other rappers, having other producers come in, because that was cooler at first, the... um. You know, you did so the he whole went album. platinum. Yeah. He didn't go. He had no features. He did the production, but it's like you—that's not where you're best fitted. Like you should not do that. I think he hit it out the park with Forest Hills Drive. I think that's a one-off. I don't think that's an anomaly more than it is the regular. He shouldn't do that again uh-huh. because it was diminishing returns each time he did it after the fact. Okay. So I think he should just go with this formula. This or this one. Stick to that. Okay. I can see that. Um. Yeah. Overall. You know, like we said, man, uh, solid body of work. Um, I think you summed it up well. I don't really got too much on J. Cole after that, man. Um, it's weird because, like, throughout the years, I've kind of, like, slowed down on what I listen to for J. Cole for whatever reason and such. Um, like I said, man, I I like the project. There's definitely going to be some stuff on there that I uh, definitely check back into. Um, moving on, uh, is there any, like... Any other projects you've been like on recently? Anything that's not really current? rap? I've, I've been listening to a bunch of older shit. Like I've been listening to um, older R and B, and I actually really haven't been listening to as much music in general anyway. But when I do, it's 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 usually older shit, like older Jay, older Kanye, 
Um, yeah. Older Ghostface, shit like that. It's not a whole bunch of new shit. I mean, it's, so much of this new rap is like fast food. You listen, I listen to that shit once or twice, and I'm ready to move on to the next stuff because it just doesn't stick. So, yeah. um, I will say, I know for me, mostly like, especially around the gym time, I've been finding myself listening to a lot more Hove lately. Um, a lot more Hove, but then like, I'm still very deep into um my Griselda bag. So I've been listening to, uh, it's either like Hove or I get into my Griselda bag pretty much. Um, other than that, uh, as far as newer projects, um, I've been listening to, uh, Moray's new album. Uh, definitely. I, I like that one, especially the intro track on it. Um, going into that one. So I actually try to, yeah, pull that one up. Um, uh, that's been a big one I've been listening to, uh, definitely up and coming, um yeah street sermons uh for me highlights i would say on there's mistakes um the hit of course is going to be quicksand but uh, i definitely would say uh mistakes that's one um that's on god and uh bigger things probably a couple songs on there that i kind of highlight back to um definitely up and coming um uh, something to check out i mean and like you said i kind of go back to the oldies too um you know especially a lot of like 70s 80s and stuff like that kind of going back i find myself really going back to alexander o'neill a lot um probably big for me um but yeah other than that like i said that one the moray album um still on la machina by conway um i really like that project um and that's really been the thing music wise um what you've been seeing moving on to that um what have you been seeing as far as you know for uh basketball because we got the playoff the playing tournament going on i see jason tatum as we're recording this the celtics just beat the wizards it looked like jason tatum had a good game i didn't watch um but my favorites for the finals is i have the lakers and if the Sixers can stay healthy, I honestly do think they could beat the Nets, but mm-hmm. it's going to be hard to go against the Nets. So I have the Lakers and the Nets in the finals, and I don't know who's going to win. But um, do I we? know one thing. If the Lakers and the Nets meet up and mm-hmm. the Lakers beat the Nets, this whole talk about who's the greatest player ever, first of all, that that talk is over. It's, it's LeBron James, mm-hmm. and I will argue with anybody about why he's over everybody else, but... If he does it this year, everybody can shut the fuck up. That argument is over. I don't I don't want to hear it anymore. There's going to be nothing that can be said that can go against it. So, I don't know. I guess we'll see. Are they back? Uh, uh, I don't think, what, LeBron's not 100%, is he? I think, I think he twisted his ankle the other night, but he's playing tomorrow against the Warriors. And AD's back in the lineup? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it should be, yeah, because of what, tomorrow, what, today we had the boss, we had the Celtics. And um, we had, like you said, the, the Hornets got they fucking brakes beat off them by the Pacers. Who did? That, uh, the 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 Hornets. Yeah. I think the Pacers beat the shit out of them by like thirty. That's wild, cause I know uh, Lavert was out. Mm. The Hornets are missing something though. They need a stretch five or something, cause they're all flare. They really don't play good defense, and um, despite the highlights, their offense isn't really all that good either. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. They're definitely missing some pieces. So I know what tomorrow we'll have the Lakers and the Warriors, but isn't there another playing game? I think there? it's the um Lakers and the Warriors and the um 
Shit, who is the Isn't other like the one? Spurs? No, I don't think so. Oh, it might be the Spurs. Yeah, it must be. It must be the Spurs and somebody. Because I don't know who got the... um. I don't know who got the ninth seed. Oh, here we go. We got the Spurs. It'll be tomorrow. will be the Lakers and the Warriors. Um, that's the late game, and then early on that is the Spurs and the Grizzlies. Oh, I probably got the Grizzlies winning. Neither one of those teams are good though, so <laughs> I don't know. Um, I think people can calm down on Job Morant. His game, he it's weird. When you watch the Grizzlies play, niggas literally give him like five feet to shoot the ball, which is a problem because the way the NBA is now, you need to be able to knock down some wide open shots. So this offseason, that should be the main thing he works on. But the Grizzlies, that's that's another team. They're 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 just pieces away and it makes sense. They're a younger team. Spurs, I don't see Greg Popovich coaching that much longer. I know he really wants to coach the Olympics and I could see what year are we in, twenty twenty one. I could see him retiring like twenty twenty three, twenty four. Yeah. I don't really know how much longer he wants to coach for. Yeah, man. Uh yeah, I don't I don't know. That should be um that should be uh, interesting to see. Yeah, at this point, he's just kind of sticking around and sticking around. And I think he's kind of been, like, prepping some of the more assistant coaches to kind of step up into place um, there. I know Timmy's been on his um, his staff and stuff. And stuff. Well, no, I know Timmy. He ain't on his staff no more because he, mm-hmm. he ain't coaching no more. But I don't think Tim Duncan really wants to coach like that anyway. I think he did the assistant shit out of boredom. Hmm. But, but I, I, a, I don't really think that's his calling, though. But don't they, I think they got, like, a woman up there, though, too. That's like moving up pretty much on his staff. Too. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think that should. Um... But when you go over twenty years competing for championships and shit, and now you're having like years where you're barely making the playoffs and shit, no, nobody wants to do that. Yeah. Like, plus he's older in age. It's like the only thing really missing from his resume, if he can coach the Olympics and win the gold medal, which they probably will, he would have done everything you could do as a coach. So I don't, I don't see why he would. Uh, keep coaching past and unless it's out of boredom I mean I don't know what he would do in his spare time I don't know what his hobbies are but I guess we'll see but I'm picking the Grizzlies and the Lakers to win those games and I'm picking the Lakers come out the way schedule was released we have lots of things circled in our calendars okay um okay. yeah that's what I'm I'm thinking that too um should be should be interesting to see how that all plays out going into that one. Um moving forward, um looking into the side notes as far as with the uh NFL, have you taken a look at the um the schedule? Back no, the I don't really so care about it. I mean I looked at Falcon's uh, schedule once, but we're in May. Senior Vice President I probably won't go back Howard and look Katz at it until maybe like and August. The Vice President of yeah, NFL I'm, Broadcasting I'm, Mike I'm not, North. I like football. Uh, I don't care about football year round. That's just not my uh, thing. So you know, I've, I've written about in the off this, season I don't I don't pay schedule. attention to it too much. I mean I pay attention to the draft a little bit, but in May I don't care about off season workouts and all that shit. Yeah, see, I'm like super wrapped up. I'm like every every single day. I'm like looking to see what's what's the new because I'm seeing like they got the rookie mini camps coming up now. Um, seeing in there, um, quick reporting on it. Yeah, like the schedules came out. Um, any other major news we're dealing with um, right now? I know Jawan Jones recently he got cut from the Broncos following that injury. 
so it looks like he's probably going to uh, be prepared to uh, file a grievance with the NFL um, to see about trying to collect some of that money back. Um, looking other than that, you've been seeing this uh, Jaguars are going to sign Tim Tebow. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why. <laughs> I, hey, good luck to him. I, I don't dislike Tebow, but at the same time, I'm kind of like, I mean, I, anybody who watched him in college knew he wasn't going to translate to the NFL, and you waited a pretty long time to try to switch positions. But you know what, man? Good luck to you. Everybody should try to live out their dream. <laughs> so, you know, we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, That should be an interesting one for sure. Um, Definitely going to have some fun with that one. Um, moving forward from there, um, other than that, um, you've been keeping up with some of the, uh, different events and news, such as, you know, situation over in Israel and stuff like that. That's not my expertise, so I don't, I won't speak on that. <laughs> Man, I've been keeping up with it somewhat, um, but I mean, overall, the situation's been going on, uh, for a pretty long time now, um, uh, pretty much. Um, you know, the state of Israel pretty much not really providing resources and such to the Palestinian people. Um, just, just overall craziness over there, um, going into it. Um, I kind of want to do some more digging on that one as well. Um, but for the most part, moving forward, I think what all we got left pretty much is, um, what, any upcoming things, any upcoming movies or anything that you've been, uh, well, yeah, Cruella comes out next week in The Quiet Place 2. I'll probably go see both of those. Cruella and Quiet Place 2. Yeah. Okay. I'm looking forward more so to Quiet Place 2. The first one really surprised me. That's a really good movie. Mm-hmm. I should rewatch it soon. But, um, yeah, and then Cruella, I- I'll watch anything with Emma Stone in it. She's a pretty good actress, so I'll probably go see both of those. Other than that, uh, Saw Spiral with Chris Rock wasn't good, but... Mm-hmm. I don't think none of the Saw movies are actually pretty... I don't think none of them are good. I mean, the first one is okay. The first one's different. Mm-hmm. Everything after that is just a repeat of the first one. Um, the Angelina Jolie movie was cool. I think we might talk about that some point in the future, so I won't yeah. dive deep into that. And I saw the Jason Statham movie a week or two ago, that Wrath of Man one. I mm-hmm. like Guy Ritchie movies. I mean... He has some tropes, and this one has definitely... He made some choices in this movie that I thought were very, very odd structurally. But overall, I thought, you mean, it's an action movie. You can only expect but so much. It's cool. I mean, it's it's a bunch of killing. Whole, whole, whole bunch of killing. And I think the story is good enough. So, I mean, the the it's better than... I'm trying to think. The shittiest movie I've seen this year so far... Mortal Kombat was terrible. Um, I saw some other shitty movies. It's weird, though, because when I see really bad ones, most of the time I forget about them unless it gets brought up. Or if I was, like, expecting it to be good and it wasn't. But, yeah, Mortal Kombat is definitely the worst film I've seen so far this year. So, everything's been better than that off the top of my head. But I'm sure if I go look at my list of films I've seen, it's been shittier ones. Yeah, but, um, man, um... Yeah. Um, that one. Um. Yeah, I got to look back to see what else came out this year. I don't know. I've been keeping mostly this this year so far. I've been more so on series. 
um, going there with Snowfall, Godfather Harlem, Invincible, uh, now Castlevania, coming back to finish up that, um, that saga, uh, there's gonna be, a, there's another one up there on Netflix, too, um, I kinda wanna catch, um, seeing more so, at least going off the title, I think it was like The Journey or something like that, it seems like it'd be close to, uh, on Amazon, what they have called the, um, The Boys, Okay. Um, um, that was a pretty decent one. Uh, yeah. For the most part, those have been it. Um, yeah. Uh, really, just uh, different series and stuff for me. Um, documentaries and such. Um, but yeah, for the most part, um, that's really been it. Uh, that goes as far as entertainment. Uh, any closing remarks or any statements? No, I'm gonna try to. We're we've been talking about I know a lot of these past episodes Keith's been doing them solo I I really do be slacking I don't keep up with TV like that but I need to and we'll probably try to do this more often and try to come up with a better schedule so y'all can expect when to actually hear us and it's not scattered all throughout the week and shit but I mean I'm a real nigga I got other shit going on <laughs> so you know what I'm saying <laughs> I still got a job and other shit, right. but uh, you can I can I can make time for it. So you know, I'm gonna try to be more consistent and you know, have the people give give the people not even what they want because ain't nobody asking for this shit. But yeah, you know, if y'all want it, they'll be here. Yeah, because we definitely appreciate the support that we are getting. Because I definitely do see people like people I uh, don't know asking me about it and whatnot commenting it in uh, especially when I see like on uh, Instagram and such so I mean there are people you know checking forward and whatnot but yeah for the most part yeah we get Mike more on a I guess a set schedule when we want to do stuff or whatnot because sometimes I may see something and like try to record well yeah I may you know catch something and uh you know after the fact try to record but yeah kind of because I'll, I'll tend to forget certain things I saw in it um, if I don't record it, you know, right in and there or write it down or such, but yeah, definitely kind of want to get a little more specific on it, but nevertheless, um, until the next time, it has been another episode of the Chief and Bosco podcast, and we are out. We are out.